What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? You are listening to Life Outside the Dugout podcast. We are three guys that met in college, played baseball with each other, and got pretty close. We're here to share our experiences and stories through life and in baseball. So for you athletes and non-athletes out there, we hope that you can take away something to help better your mental game. So sit back and enjoy. Yeah, I've never seen that brand in my life. I've it's well, first off, we live in a different country. Well, no, but Shock Tops, I it's pretty good. I mean, it's not my favorite. It's it's all right, but you want to do like we were promoting the hell out of it down there. You want to you want to do like a fake advertisement right now? Hey guys, for those of you that are over twenty one, we don't have a very big audience over twenty one, do we? No, we do demographically. I think most of them are twenty something to 21 so yeah but it could also be 18 because of josh well all right for those of you who are 21 and legally can drink shock top it's the beer to quench your thirst that was pretty good all right ready i'm gonna set you up i'm gonna set you up tristan i have to go downstairs because i'm so thirsty what should i grab thirsty you say do you like a hint of orange in your drinks i just i was about to break open an orange were you oh my god do you like a light beer do you like beer sam you know i've I've never really found the one for me you know i think i have just the thing for you shock top shock top shock top (laughs) and it cuts to me out there (laughs) (laughs) i've never sent shock top i've never turned back I haven't been sober since. It's so good. Oh my god! Okay, wait, hold on. <laughs> I don't think you can <laughs> don't think you can say that in an advertisement. Anyway, Shock Top sponsor us now. <laughs> yeah, please, if there's a Shock please. Top exec out there, good. it's it's good <laughs> stuff. Um, I will take it. Um, if you need my address, email us. Email us. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, on a real though, if anyone wants a workout program, email Tristan. Yeah, please do. And then his uh, his Venmo is Samuel Dash Turpa. I'm literally doing nothing right now. Fifty he had a hard time setting up his Venmo. Yeah. No. Uh, I cash app. What's my cash app, Sam? <laughs> Samuel Dash Turpa forty two. Okay, there you go. That's my cash app. Tristan Peterson's cash app is Sam underscore. What is it? I don't know. I don't have a cash app. No, Edwin does. <laughs> Anyway, rolling into today's topic. Um, what is today's topic, Josh? Uh, today's topic is our life mottos, what we kind of live by. I think that's uh, it's pretty cool. Sam, I, I'm just curious. You want to start us out with a little good news on this uh, podcast episode? Oh, that's very true. So as you all know, it's been a very long road for me to throw the ball hard. A normal ball, not a, not a cheating ball, a normal ball. And I finally did it. I threw 91 off the mound. Did the whole... Did the whole Congratulations. Did the whole facility just, like, hype? It was pretty fun. I can show you, actually. For those of you at home, you can't see this, but these two can. Was uh, I saw Brower kind of throw his hands up a little bit. Was he pretty excited? Yeah. Again, he's everything I've pulled off, he's not surprised, and it really bothers me. You think when what do you think the number is? Yeah, <laughs> the hands up I, in the air. I don't know. Cause when I pulled down one oh two, he was like, eh, nice. Well, when he, I pulled down ninety one for the first time, he goes, eh, nice. He expects you to hit those numbers, you know? No, it's not that. It's just 
he knows something I don't, and it bothers me. <laughs> so are we talking like 96, you think, is the magic number where he's just like, holy shit. I, maybe. 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 <laughs> That's awesome, though. Congrats, man. Congrats. Yeah, it's fucking congrats. sick. Thank you, buddy. Tell me, when you, tell me when you can hit 90 on the sub. Sorry, Subby? Yeah. Subby. I did. I did. Uh, I was joking around with Tristan. Remember, because we talked about it a couple weeks ago, where I said I could move my horizontal and vertical and flip them if I go subby. Yeah. And I got eighty-two without trying, and I only threw it once. So okay, I, think, I just I, I could get like eighty-five. I just want to clarify this real quick. When you texted me that, and you go, I was correct when you talked about the vertical and horizontal shit. Okay. I was. No, 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 no. no. I said I would flip the numbers, and I did exactly that. No, you didn't. I did. No, okay, listen. If you go back to the podcast and you listen to what you said, you talked that the vertical would be fucking insane, like 17 or 18, and the horizontal would be nothing. I said uh, that they would flip. Mm, where, mm, where are you? Where are you? No, 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 no. Where, where's our text in here? There you go. Mm, there you uh, no, I'm not going off the text. I'm going off the, the podcast. No, I'm going off the picture it. I sent you. Oh, come on. Uh okay, eight to sixteen. So it sounds yeah. like I was true in my horizontal, and it's mm-hmm. literally if you look at a normal fastball, mm-hmm. my normal fastball is like eighteen to sixteen. Mm-hmm. I'm going off what you like said eight. in the podcast though. When you said in the pod, the previous podcast uh, was it the previous or the one before? I think it was we two weeks ago. It on record. It was it was on record because it said you can hear it in the podcast. I listened to it. Yeah. Yes, I listened to my own podcast because I am uh, what's the word? Yes, I am narcissistic, very narcissistic. Um, I would like to point out one little fatal flaw with your plan here. You yeah. live with me for a year, and you have yet to recognize that what I say and what I think are two different things. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> okay, listen now. Now we're getting into territory where it's like you can say one thing and mean the other, and it, 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 that's not how it works. We can't do that. No, 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 no. Muscle and fat. We're not it's doing a great that, opportunity. Man. I I know. Well, we're basically getting back into that same argument again, and Josh is sitting here again, just He's ready. <laughs> having a grand old time. <laughs> I love it every time. Every time, Josh, how was your week, babe? It was good. Um, nothing really new happening, I guess. Um, I'm trying to think, nothing really exciting. Oh. That game, that game I played that I told you guys about last week on the podcast. Yeah. Um, that men's league game. So they found out I was 19, and then they complained to the league that I was so young to like fill in for them. And I'm like, yo. Young. I'm like, it's a. You're really gonna complain about that? Like, yo. <laughs> men's league, isn't like, it? Is it a beer league? Yeah, basically. And I'm like, yo. What? I was like, you're really gonna complain about that? And then. Like y'all tossed me out at home when the ball was at the backstop. I don't think I made yeah. that much of a difference, but whatever. <laughs> um, is on the team that I played for this summer, we played against like kids in high school. Like they would just bring them on for the summer to have fun. Yeah, I mean it's whatever. I don't care. Um, Are you well? Can you go back and play again or no? I don't know. I mean, I I don't know. Say <laughs> so you're. Uh, I don't know. Um, Sam, how was your weekend? Oh, we already did that. Oh, was the first one. Oh, I had a great time. Yeah, you hit Tristan, nine. how was yours? Tristan, how was yours? <laughs> it was great. It was great. I can't complain. Went out on a little motorcycle ride with my dad. We actually bought another motorcycle, so now we have two. Yeah. Oh. I know. I know. Um, 
went out. I never thought I'd see the day where my mom would get out on a motorcycle, but she rode with my dad. And <laughs> that, that was something that was a sight. That was, <laughs> that was funny to watch. Um, my sister, uh, just got back from Iceland. Um, mm. she was up there doing a mission trip and that was kind of cool. It's awesome. Um, apparently when she got a gift for me, she thinks I'm an alcoholic cause she bought me a shot glass. Um, well, you did so. just do a sponsor for a beer. It's true. Shock top. There you go. Drink responsibly, the kids. No, 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 not the kids. Not the kids. Not the kids. Stay away from drugs and alcohol, kids. There you go. We'll clean that up real quick. Um, but once you're not a kid, according to Tristan, it's okay. I neither can confirm nor deny. Um, but yeah, no, she gets uh, she gets back from Iceland, and uh, you know, yeah, it was cool. I haven't seen her in a month. She was gone for a while, so yeah, it's a good uh, good little get it's together. Nice. nice. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. So uh, this week's topic, everyone excited? I am. I'm excited. I yeah. I, I am mean, as well. I've uh, I like this topic because I mean, you know, we all have, I think, pretty strong mentalities, right? And there's always a phrase or a thing, I guess, that we live by, and just always keep yeah, yeah, yeah. Motivate, inspire us, build our mentality stronger. So uh, it'd be nice to kind of go over what we kind of live by. You care if I start us off here real quick? Go right ahead. Just kind of with uh, some a, a, a uh, quote or a motto that we all know because we were all in the same room when we heard it. Um, it's by a man named Connor Dawson, the Seattle Manners. DMGB. What does that stand for, Josh? Doesn't matter. Get better. Don't what does matter. that mean? Hmm? What do we? What What does that mean to you guys? Hmm? Uh, means uh, I can't say that word. It means no matter what, <laughs> it doesn't matter what happened. You have to be a better version of yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Means when, don't be a bitch. <laughs> yeah. When I hear DMGB, I think about BCD, which is also something you taught us, which is uh, bitching, complaining, defensiveness. So, so no BCD. So no BCD. When you have no BCD, you kind of live by the whole DMGB. So nothing, don't matter, just get better. And I mean, you break that down a little bit. Obviously, we all are human, so it happens to all of us, right? We all kind of bitch, complain, or mope around at some point in our lives. But it's important to have those people next to you that can hold you accountable for the same thing, that hold the same values you do. I think that another really important part of both of those sayings is the more you say it, the more that you can actually be mindful of it. Because sometimes there aren't going to be people, people around you that can help you. But if you say it enough, and as soon as you start to complain or something, you can be like, hmm, okay, I need to fix that. Yep. Self-reflection. Big key. Big key. It's big for everybody. Um, if you can't uh, self-reflect, I... Learn to. Learn to, Yeah. Yeah, I Learned have to pretty quick. I have this funny video of two of our teammates. It was like in in my yeah, it was in my dorm room, and uh, it was between Nolan and Fento. Oh my god, bro, they were arguing about something so stupid, but it was like a just a funny argument that they were having. And then um, Fento called out Nolan and it was just and said something stupid, and then Nolan just goes, "Why are you BCDing? Why? Why, yeah. why? why are you BCDing?" And then they just go off the rails about bcd and like as a joke though and it was just it's just funny so i mean 
but even then using it in the joking context it's still you have to think about yeah it. but like we yeah so like using it even in the joking context like we still use it you know what i mean like even when we're bitching about something so small you use it as a joke like uh we've used it as a joke but like at the same time you're still kind of calling them out on it yeah 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 no it's it's cool it's cool i got another kind of baseball related one i was taught a couple years ago it's just a nice simple little next pitch next play break that down a little bit what does that mean to you for me, being a pitcher, I don't get many plays here, but whenever I do get a play, if I mess up, which we know happens a couple times more than I would like it to, <laughs> I can't sit there and just reflect on it and just be like, God, I suck. Like This is awful. This is the worst in the world. I have to just basically let go. It's kind of the whole idea because for the other aspect, pitch, next pitch, means I could have just given up a solo shot. Doesn't matter. I have to get back up there, throw another pitch, try to beat him. Yeah. Josh, what do you take away from that at all? Do you take away? Do you have any different thoughts on that? No, I mean, Sam's kind of ties into my baseball one because, like, my baseball one, uh, I mean, you took a really good one. The DMGB is a really good one. Um, yeah, yeah. But for baseball, for me, it's just a simple just flush it. Uh, just flush, play, it, yeah. flush it, same, you know, strike out, same make idea. an error. Yeah, same idea. It's just, you know, flush it, focus on the next play. Like, it's in the past. You can't change it, so just move on. Mm-hmm. No, that's that's a good one. It's a good. One. I think, I guess, mine the kind of uh the one I kind of want to talk about it kind of applies to life and baseball. It's kiss, keep it simple, stupid. Mm, I like you that. One. Did we learn that one? We did. Uh, I we learned I it heard from that a different one. aspect. Yeah, a couple of years ago. Uh, I did. He we did talk about it out uh in town, but uh, I heard it a couple of years back. My dad says it a lot because I mean sometimes we overcomplicate things so much so that. You know, we we screw ourselves up instead of, you know, somebody else screwing us up, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Keep it simple, stupid. Mm-hmm. Kiss, baby. <sighs> Do you ever listen to the Kiss band? You know, I, I can say I've heard one song. I don't even remember the song, but uh, no, I don't. I, don't. I really don't. Dude, it's like headbanging in the car. <laughs> I'm surprised you never did that in your truck. Just play some kiss and just, just head stick bang. your tongue out. Do the whole. Uh, yeah, who's the, the Gene, lead singer name? Gene Simmons. Just the tongue out. Gene Simmons thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one for life, though. Kiss. Well, well, I mean, it really does surprise me that Tristan doesn't listen to Kiss. I know. That's like the last. I got, I, last I got a pretty wide range. Yeah. I know you're like the last oh, person. I'd oh, it's just it listen. seems right up your alley. Well, you know, I mean, kind of, sort of, maybe. Who knows? I may have to start listening to Kiss. You know what I mean? Throw some on tonight. It's gonna be something. Gonna go for a max day. Play some Kiss. Yes, sir, baby. Recentering back to the topic, I want to bring up one that I've been yelling throughout the past couple episodes. Whenever I get the opportunity, birds of a feather. Birds of a feather. I knew it. I knew it. Hey, it is a really good one, though. It's a, it's a good it's one. It's a really good one. And to my surprise, a lot of people don't know it. And it's been so influential in my life that it feels only right to continue to spread it. Who brought that into your life? Ooh, that would be the big old Gene Machine. Really? Uh, Gene Simmons? Yeah. 
Gino taught me it. Gene Simmons, baby. <laughs> you listen to Kiss Tristan, you would have heard it every single time. <laughs> My song. bad. That's why I missed it. Damn it. Yo, you didn't hear their album, Birds of a Feather? Come on now. Yeah. <laughs> First songs flock together, baby. <laughs> flock together. No, because to me, that one really just, I mean, I, I've talked about this one a lot, so I'm not going to try to milk it, but it just, you be around the people that are like you, be around the people that have as much to lose you, as much to lose as you do, be around the people that care as much as you do, be around people like you, because it's the best way to get better. Mm-hmm. So, would uh, you, can, sorry, Tristan. Sorry to, uh, uh, <laughs> 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 wow, that was a good one, that was good. Uh, um, I just had a quick question on Sam's, um, would you like really use that one uh in a baseball sense like for your teammates or just in life in general i'd say both mm-hmm. i mean maybe not necessarily on the field but in the sense of a team definitely because i mean we both or all three of us know that there's been some guys on the teams and it's not just like it's a marshalltown thing but <clears throat> some guys don't exactly have the same values or outlooks on life as we do so it can right. apply right there like as a team you got to figure out the kids that you want to be around and the kids that you want to bring up with you. And then in life, you have to figure out the people that are worth staying around. So just out of curiosity, then, like, as far as the team aspect goes, because, I mean, you can't really choose your teammates, right? No. So it's like when you talk about birds of a feather flock together, um, would it for me, that'd be kind of tough to apply to a baseball sense. You know what I mean? Obviously, there's guys within the team. Well, I'm just saying, there's guys within the team that obviously are closer than others. You have your smaller cliques. Or, I mean, everybody kind of meshes, but you've got those certain like three guys or four guys that always hang out together, right? Yeah. But as far as the baseball team aspect goes, I kind of would find that hard to apply. Oh, no, I'm talking about myself, not as a team. Okay, okay. No, fair enough. Uh, how I would use it. I mean, it's like you said, it's, you're never going to find a 10, 20, 30, 40 people that are exactly the same. Right. It's not going to happen. Hmm. I like that, though. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Keep it simple, stupid. <laughs> um, another one that we all know we learned at M-Town was, uh, oh, what was it? Something about, oh, I forgot it. On the spot, and I dropped the ball. Was it a coachy thing, or? Yeah, it was about, uh, no cares about grass only yeah that one no oh about your gra- um, no grass only grows where you water it or something like that yeah you know what i'm talking about you two have heard it right like grass is only yeah. green something something like that I no no you. no tristan's closer what he's trying to say is i don't remember exactly what he said but the whole point of it is whatever you put your time and your effort into is what's going to improve in life right right and that again that applies to baseball and life i mean like if you want to be good at selling shit go out and talk to people you know what i mean learn how people think and understand so you can sell them if you want to be good at baseball and you want to be a really good freaking hitter go in the cage for like three hours or like you know figure out your swing do some research on it ground balls are the same thing so you want to do a podcast record some episodes who knows <laughs> hey, actually, see what happens do it boys it's a lot of fun um, it is fun that that saying kind of uh brings me to one of mine that i really like to live by and that's uh we mentioned it last week as well um mr johnson's uh bloom it where you plant it ah yes it's a beautiful one to live by i mean passion was a big episode for me and i i mean it was a great episode and for someone that 
wants to follow their passions, I mean, I think Bloom It Where You Plant It is a really good one to go by. No, for sure. Because they are kind of one and the same, though, eh? Yeah. A little bit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Although I, I would say the difference between that is, like, if you bloom it and really, okay, at one time in your life you're struggling, so you could say the soil is not so fertile, right? Mm-hmm. So you plant it in non-fertile soil. And then you grow up and, like, well, you change a little bit. And then you be, kind of start to understand who you are. The soil becomes more fertile. And then that's kind of where it blooms. You know what I mean? You plant it early and let it grow until you're ready for it to bloom. I mean. Yeah. Well, I didn't mean to literally interrupt. The, when uh, you're talking about the kind of differences of it, the one thing that came kind of immediately to mind is, like, the difference of blooming where you plant it and then the, the where you water it. It doesn't, right. there's certain things in life that it doesn't matter how much you water, it won't work out. Exactly. Like we yeah. talk about it all the time, like just body types. I will yeah. never be a great power lifter as good as your body can. Uh, that's, that's fair. I mean, I think the best power lifter on the team was Yimmy by far. He had or the best Josh. body type. <laughs> We're not talking about me, Josh, right? <laughs> No, damn right we're talking about you. <laughs> talking about body types, baby. <laughs> yeah, uh, Bloom It Where You Plant It is one of two that I live for or live by in my life, uh, baseball aside. Because baseball is just, I keep it simple, just flush it, right? Um, yes. My biggest one that I live by is from the one and the only Tristan Peterson. Oh, oh, wait, hang on. Yeah. Hang on. Let me sit back in my chair a little bit. I'm excited. Yeah. So, you know, feel feel nice about yourself, Tristan. I do. <laughs> I have right now I do. <laughs> <laughs> I have it written down too in my my little bookie. <laughs> my little bookie. Um It's one that your dad gave you, I'm pretty sure though. So it didn't directly come from you, but Yeah, probably. You told me. I'm not gonna lie. Um it's don't panic until impact. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's a good one. That's yeah. a really good one. Explain that one a little bit, Josh. Uh, what it means to you? Oh, I'm on the spot now. <laughs> yeah, you are. You brought it up. I know, but <laughs> um, whatever stress and worries you have in your life, you shouldn't be uh panicking, and you don't have to be so worried. You you don't have to be so stressed and worried about it because you haven't crashed yet. Exactly. You have not hit impact yet. So what's the point of putting so much pressure on yourself and having all this weight on your shoulders when you haven't even hit rock bottom, when you haven't crashed? Mm-hmm. There's no point. I, the way my dad kind of explained it to me is shout out to the old man, Pops. Um, but the way he explained it to me was, let's say you're in a plane crash, like you're going down. There's nothing you can do about it, right? You're sitting in a plane seat. You're just kind of waiting, right? What it, what good does it, like, do you want your last moments on earth to be of you sitting there panicking, wondering what the fuck is going on, you know what I mean, just going there, or just sit there for a little bit, you know, relax, because there is nothing you can do, you're not the pilot, I mean, you're not going to jump out of a plane, you're just going to sit there, and I mean, it's like, go over some things, oh man, I should have done this, or I could have done that, but I mean, then, you know, let's say you're two feet from the ground, which is what, like, a snap of the fingers, and then it's done. You know what I mean? Uh, you're two feet from the ground, and that's when you're like, oh, fuck, this is it. And then it's done. 
your last second, half a second, millisecond. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's that's kind of how my dad explained it to me. But I, that's a really good one. It's a really good one. Yeah, I mean, I, I've used it ever since you told me about it because it was like such at a time in my life where we're all moving on and I didn't know what the fuck I was gonna do with my life. Hey. Right? Mm-hmm. And that's when all the stress and worries were piling up on me. And you're like, dude, I'm going to tell you something that my dad told me. And it was just like, don't panic until impact. There's no point. Right. And something that I learned, too, is that when you do panic beforehand with all the stress and all the worries, it's like you can't you're like restricting yourself from really doing things. Yep. If that makes sense. Like you're not. No, it does. You're putting your potential really low to really get things done and be successful. So then mm-hmm. when you told me don't panic, don't impact. And I said, okay, you know what? I need to start following this. I put all the stress and worries on the side, really focused on myself and just did what I could do and did what I can only control. And things were, things worked out in the end of it. Right. Cause I found my plan. I found what I wanted to do. And it's all nope. because it's all because I wasn't panicking because I wasn't going to crash. That's cool. And one last, sorry, one, la- one last Go thing ahead. I'll say about it is that like, when you have that type of plan and stuff like that, you're never gonna hit impact. So there's no point in panicking because you're never actually gonna crash. Yep. No, it's true. It's true. Um, there are times like, there will be times where you do sometimes crash, but eh, it is what it is. But uh, Sam, have I told you that one before? I think you have, buddy. What? Okay, I'm just then out of curiosity. What? How do you take that? Right, you know what I mean? When you were explaining the fall metaphor, all I kind of think about is like enjoy the fall. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Go go off on that a little bit. I, I'm curious. Like, I mean, it kind of goes with to each their own, or not to each their own. That was my next one. Surprise. It kind of <laughs> goes with um. It is what it is. Like, there's certain times and certain points in life where you just, no matter what you do, you're not gonna be able to change an outcome. Right, and because of that, you have to just embrace the fall and accept that whatever's going to happen has happened. Like it doesn't matter what you do, and if you sit there and, like you said, you stress and you worry about it, all that's going to do is hurt your life. There's certain points where you just have to let go. I like that. Two kind of different perspectives on that. I, I like because that's what's cool about this topic, as the ones we've done in the past. It's like you could take the same quote and just it means two different things to people, and that's learning is key if that makes sense like the more you learn about two different people the better off you are i mean josh you're not wrong i'm not wrong neither is sam so it's like just is what it is and that's my favorite saying of all time i'm not gonna lie <laughs> that's the art of acceptance it baby. Is it is what it is. yes sir i mean that's that's a cool one in and of itself you that, see cause... me you see me on a plane crash i am running down back on the aisle just screaming like patrick star little you know so waving, <laughs> waving arms up in the air just <laughs> uh <laughs> no it is what it is man like that the i, I the best way to describe that is it's <laughs> the art of acceptance that's that's yeah. all it is like you can't control it like what happens happens fuck it you know what i mean like let's that's personally why I like to each their own so much. It's because it's it's another branch of the art of acceptance. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it's there's many roads you can take. There's many like words are powerful, man. Like they make you think. They they <laughs> uh um 
They make you think. You're such they an make idiot, you... Sam. Such a... <laughs> what? Yeah. That was so what dumb. Does... That was so dumb, bro. <laughs> um, I can't. I can't really say what he did, but you know what? Um, it's funny. It was funny. It was funny. It was funny. Nothing happened. Um, teach their own. Nothing yeah, happened. teach their own. We'll let you imagine what the fuck happened. Who knows? Um, but no, uh, I lost my train of thought now. So, thanks, Sam. It's <laughs> their own baby. It's okay. <laughs> uh, a minor one that I like to use for baseball and uh, life uh, that we've kind of mentioned to explain our mottos is uh, control what you can control. And yeah. yeah. To me, that's a big one because, like, if you use the plane metaphor again, like you're not the pilot, you can't control the crash, right? So, right. Once again, it goes back to the whole art of acceptance thing, and you can just control what you can control: your words, your thoughts, and your actions. Exactly. Mm. That's that's cool, Sam. What do you think of when you uh, hear that? I think of Kochi. <laughs> Kochi. I think though, on the same way of that, it's another good opportunity to learn just in general about how much in life you can and can't control. Cause there's a lot of things I think people are trying to control in their life that they just, it's not their place. I mean, I think you both know my stance on religion. I think a lot of things in life have to be just accepted and let go and let God. That's my next one. Let go and let God. It's a good one, but I'm, I, I kind of want to hop on uh, what well, Josh said. What Josh said. And I mean, uh, you kind of brought it up when you talk about people try to control what they can't control. And I, I think sometimes people try to live their life through other people and try to make them, you know what I mean? Try to make them do what they would have done. And you got to realize you're not them. You know what I mean? They're not you. It's it. Everybody has different outlooks on life, different ways they handle things. And you got to understand that also. So. Everyone's very different. Yep. Uh, no matter how similar. One. No matter how similar. Yeah. For my actual next one, I'll leave it up to you two. It could either go a long way or a short way. Which would you enjoy? Let's go a long way. Does he? Uh, yeah, long. Here we go. Mm, I'm intrigued. If you, if you think you're beaten, you are. If you think you dare not, you don't. If you'd like to win but think you can't, it's almost a clinch you won't. If you think you'll lose, you're lost. For out in this world, you'll find success begins in a person's heart. Success begins in a person's heart. It's all in their state of mind. If you think you're outclassed, you are. You have to aim high to rise. You have to be sure of yourself before you can ever win the prize. So the game doesn't always go to the strongest or fastest. Sooner or later, the victory goes to who to he who thinks he can. That was too much Shakespeare for me. You're gonna have to explain. Yeah, I was gonna say you're gonna have to repeat. Hey, go run through that one more time. Too God much, damn. too much Shakespeare. Yeah. I'll go, I'll go. Here we go. We'll summarize. I've done it. I've beaten. I've done too much an- analyzing for Shakespeare, man. Come on. So I was offering a short version and a long version. I'll just honestly, I'll read the short version. Here we go. Oh, you could, you could, no, no, like the long version was fine. You could just explain, you know, just explain it a little. I'll explain it as I go. If you think you're beaten, you are. If you think you dare not, you don't. If you think you can't do something, you're never going to be able to do it. So we're talking about a mindset, basically. 
This is a very big mindset one. Mindset going into something. It's not at the end of something, but it's in the beginning. Cause like going in to meet somebody and you don't, you think you're not going to like them. You're probably not going to like them to begin with. Exactly. Or like if going in into meetings. Yeah. If you think you lose, you're lost. Yep. Okay. If you I think like that. you're outclassed, yeah. you are. I mean, I ain't that smart, but I could kind of wrap my head around the shorter version. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Shorter version. The shorter version is he who thinks he can and he who thinks he cannot are usually both right. Mm-hmm. That would not make sense to you either. <laughs> no, no, it made sense. It made sense. I'm just making fun of it a little bit. <laughs> I'd love to hear what Josh thinks of this now. Yeah, go ahead, Josh. On to, on to you, babe. On the spot. I mean, now that we have a little explanation, I like it. <laughs> just yeah. what Tristan was saying about it was funny. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a that's a good one. Uh, you care if I uh, bring one up here? It's kind of similar. It's a Michelangelo quote, and I've said it to you both already. I think you know the what turtle. It is. Yes, the turtle. The turtle. Um, the rat gave him this. Uh, <laughs> Ironside gave him this. <laughs> oh. Hey. hey. <laughs> uh, no. Um. So Michelangelo quote, uh, if you don't know who he is, he's an Italian sculptor, made Dave David David David. Anyway, it goes: the greater danger for most of us lies not in setting our aim too high and falling short, but in setting our aim too low and achieving our mark. Can I interject really fast with just another way to explain this to Josh? Yes. Shoot, I did what you did last time. Um, yep, I'm bad. It goes something like, if you aim for the moon and miss, you'll land among the stars. Or if you aim for the stars and miss, you'll land on the moon. I, I forgot it. That was an awful. Th- Cut it out. That was terrible. I regret being here. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is going on? <laughs> uh, no, uh, basically this one in my mind explains like, hey, if you set your aim too high, you know what I mean? And that you think you can achieve it and you're giving it your all and you don't, you know what your you know what your you know your peak is. You know what I mean? You know what how high you can go. But then if you set your aim too low and you achieve the mark, you start questioning yourself, how high could I have gone? It's kinda like when uh Coach you talked about the guy in the bar. Don't be the guy in the bar thirty years yeah. from now saying, I, I could have been this, I could have been that when yeah. you really don't know what you could have been. You know, I'd like I mean? to even just bring a little personal touch to it the last three years as you all know i've tried to hit 90 never once did i dream i would hit 91 mm-hmm. it just 90 was the goal 90 was the goal 90 was all i wanted yeah and then i threw 91 and i'm like well shit what now i i will say that's a little different though just for the fact that like ability sake no it is i'm not hey listen i'm not trying to pick a bone with you i'm just saying like it's different for the fact because no, as far as athletic wise goes, throwing hard is such like a, a, a God given thing, um, depending on how hard you want to work for it or, you know what I mean? So like, who knows? Like 90 is a goal for everybody, literally everybody. So it's like when you hit 90, now it's like, okay, set a new goal. You know what I mean? 95 or some shit like that. So I mean, like, yeah, I, it's just a little different as far as athletic wise goes, and it, just in my mind, I may I can't be totally wrong about this, but you know. No, I, I get what you're saying. I was just trying to bring myself into this. <laughs> Shut up! Don't play this poor me card shit. Uh, 
Honestly, Josh. wait. No, no, this isn't much of a quote, but just don't be a victim. That's something I'm trying to facts. Look Speak facts. Preach. No one wants the pity party. No, you're not fun to hang around, man. Unless you're with other oh. victims, and then you're trying to come. I'm. Hey, I'm just. I'm gonna be real. You're not I, wait, fun wait. to hang. I should Go have ahead. said that because I know I know this trick is Tristan so much. Like he hates yep. he hates pity parties. Cause listen, man, you can sit around mope all you want, but you don't get shit done. Unless Doesn't you matter. hang around with other people that mope with you, then guess what? You don't do shit together. You just sit there and you wallow in each other's pity. And granted, for a couple days, if you had some really fucked up shit happen, like go ahead. That's that's fine. Like, but time never stops. It never stops. So, like, what are you supposed to do? You're sp- you think time's going to wait for you to stop wallowing and pitying yourself? Like, come on now. Come on, really? Like, a, a little bit of a come-to-Jesus moment at some point, right? Like, I'm sorry, but I, I, I can't stand that. Because I've been there myself, and I know what it's like. I have. I've been there for a year of my life, and it just sucks because you can't get out of it. But I, I look back at myself now. I would have hated hanging out with me. I would have hated it. Absolutely hated it because I'm back there and I'm just sitting there. My head's down all the time. I don't want to talk to anybody. Anybody who's happy, I want to bring them down to my level or some shit. You know what I mean? Like, nobody wants to hang around you, man. Get over yourself a little bit. Like, come to Jesus. Like, come on now. Sorry. I went off on a tantrum there, but huh. totally. you did very well. And I yeah. completely agree. Totally fine with it. There's not much more to say. I was. Who wants to? He wants to go with another quote now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know I was like that too before. Like I've I've been there. It's just like you do look back on it, and you're like, you kind of cringe at it. And it's like, uh, yeah. like, I was like that. Like, bro, mm-hmm. who the, like that probably pissed off a lot of people that I was talking to. Yeah, because right? like, who who really wants to be around that? No one. Uh, the good ones do. The ones that know you. Like, you know what I'm saying? But the ones who know you, no. So, yeah. I mean. It, the, it, the, ones, the, the good ones will yeah. stick around through that shitty time. But it's like, yeah. they even think it's annoying. Like, Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. But anyway, who uh, <laughs> wants to bring up another quote? Uh, give me off my soapbox, please. Mine, mine's, not, mine's not a quote quote. But I'm going to tie this into a light, the life motto. Because that is the topic we're on. And this is kind of a whole mindset that I feel like a lot of people listen to because he was such an inspiration to so many people and he was an inspiration on me. And I was a huge, huge Kobe fanboy when I was younger. Mm. Growing up as a kid, he I Tristan's a little older, so he's not your generation player, but he's me and Sans, okay? <laughs> listen, dog. I'm 22. <laughs> I just turned 22. Listen, I how was it? Uh, how how was it? How when, was it watching Babe Ruth? Yeah, was Larry Bird versus I Magic t- Johnson fun? That had to be a good rival to watch, right? Fuck you, boss. <laughs> Fuck you, boss. Nah, they were great to watch, by the way. <laughs> um, but yeah, growing what up, was it like seeing TV without color? <sighs> wow. 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 Anyways, growing up as a kid, Kobe was like the guy to watch, right? And uh, I guess even from a young age, I've always liked to follow the whole mama mentality thing. I mean, it's a great mindset to have and used right. Um, it could set you up for success, in my opinion. 
I mean, a lot of what, people. What is the Mamba mentality? It's so funny you say that, Tristan. Cause check out my mouse pad. Oh my god! <laughs> right? It's so cool. Um, but yeah, the mantra of it. I guess I'll steal it from this. What it says here: uh, a constant quest to be the best version of oneself. Never-ending um, quest. That's what it is. So. Mm-hmm. What I love about this mom mentality, though, is that, like, so many people know about it, right? The whole world knows about it. And it's taken into so many different ways that people use it. But it's so successful in so many different ways. Like, no matter how you interpret it. Like, we talked about Don't Panic Until Impact. We interpreted it in three different ways. And it, it all works. Like, none of us were wrong, right? And I feel like that's kind of like mama mentality, but because it, it all still aims at the same goal of being the best version of yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, uh, yeah, it's it's cool. Uh, the best, and like I said in the beginning, the best version of yourself. You're always chasing him. I mean, you can go to the Matthew McConaughey thing, his speech he gave. It's like when somebody asked him who his superhero was, it was him in ten years. And then the same guy came back 10 years later and was like, are you a superhero yet to yourself? He goes, no, hell no. I'm not even close. Who's your superhero then? Me in 10 more years. You know what I mean? He's always chasing somebody. He's giving himself somebody to chase. And I think that's similar to the Mamba mentality where it's like, you're always chasing the dream of being the best or being like, quote unquote, perfect. You know what I mean? So like just getting there, getting, trying to get close is a challenge. It's, it's a lot of work. Yeah, so thanks, Kobe. <laughs> thanks. Yeah, rest thanks in peace, that. brother. Um, yeah, I, I love it. I mean, I know a lot of people that are, like, not against it, but, like, don't really see it as, like, as strong as some pe- other people see it um, to use in their That's lives. That's the best part about it, though. That there's critics on it? No. I, well, yeah, I think that's a good thing. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, but that's not what I meant. What I meant is that it can be, can, it's, it matters to the people that it, it matters to. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It wouldn't mean much if every single person in the world absolutely loved it because then if everyone's trying to live that way, it doesn't really matter. But if the people that actually are willing to and care and try to want to be better, it matters to them. That's all that matters. That's why words hold power. Everything is different for everybody, man. Everything is different for everybody. Gotta love the mama mentality. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Right. Sam, you want to hit us with another one? I think I do. Sam has like a whole book on this. He said he wrote uh, yeah. ten pages, so he kind of, he showed us before the I, podcast yeah, started. I got a lot here. I mean, I've already yeah. man in the glasses on here, and then yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> this one's a verse. It's First Thessalonians five fifteen. Make sure nobody pays back wrong for wrong, but always strive to do what is good for each other and for everyone else. Say that again. Make sure that nobody pays back wrong for wrong, but always strive to do what is good for each other and for everyone else. Hmm. Okay. Break that down a little bit. What does that mean for you? Mm. To me, it means, oh, there's going to be another fun little cross-section here. An eye for an eye and the whole world goes blind. Yeah. It doesn't matter what happened. You got to turn the other cheek. And that's... That's really hard for some people to hear, and it's especially hard to do in the moment. But in the end of it all, 
it's better to swallow your pride and make peace than start a war. And that's that's the big one in the moment. We talk in about the moment. in the moment. Like <laughs> it's it's tough. That's it's something it's something to, to learn throughout a life to figure it out. Yeah. It's more of just something that I like to think back on. Like if something little happens, like say I get caught off in traffic, mm-hmm. I can immediately think about rerunning them. I can think about using my horn. Or I can think about just letting it be. Very true. More of the little stuff. Eye for an eye, interesting goes blind. <laughs> no, it's a... fuck you. Hey, I, you know, I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest. My mind went there too because I was like, I only got one to give. I only got one to give, bro. I don't have any to give. Fuck. Oh, that's funny, though. As soon as he goes eye for an eye, the world goes blind. I'm like, well, if Tristan gives an eye, he's screwed. <laughs> I'm like, he is screwed. Hey, I'm done for, boys. Sorry. No more podcasts for me. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, I think you could still talk. I could talk. <laughs> I don't know how to set this you're not, shit You're up. not going to get worse with I mean, the computer. That's just not going to happen. No, I'm. Uh, for those of you that don't know, I'm really bad with technology. I'm like, a baby especially thanks to his age yeah yeah 22 i tell you what i'm i'm too outdated for technology so uh my last question of the of this episode would be what kind of importance does this bring to your life to have something to live by sam you can go first yeah i can started off i talked about this again a couple episodes ago that everything in life this is a quote from someone else everything in life that he's been taught and has learned has come from someone that's wiser than him or knows more than he does i think for me that's exactly what it is like if i live my life alone and without willingness to learn from other people i'll never learn anything but if i can find things that matter to me and find things that i agree with and find things that other people say like Joshua Tristan I can change my own life in that way and it kind of gives me the power to figure out how I want to live and a little guiding path on that very well put that very well put honestly um how the fuck do I follow that one god damn um for me the little quotes we've talked about here is something that just kind of if I stray off the path, it guides me in the right direction back onto the path um, that I believe is right to walk. You know what I mean? Cause there is different beliefs for that. So like people go down different paths and all that shit, but yeah, each yeah. Their own. yeah to each their own. There you go. Um, but for me, the, these little quotes definitely keep me close to my path and going in the right direction. Cause it's always nice for me to like sit down at the end of the day and self-reflect and, you know, think about uh, something we were taught in kindergarten, the golden rule, you know what I mean? Or something Hmm. like, like all that. Um, So that's kind of what these mean to me. Just keep it on the right path. Dozy. Um, we said it earlier, I believe. Um, it's just that words are really powerful. I mean, Call me soft or pussy if you want. I don't really give a shit. But I think words are very powerful. <laughs> um, actions at the end of the day speak louder than words, yes. But when you have these words in your mind, your actions are going to speak a lot louder. 
having mm-hmm. having these little quotes, these little phrases, ideas, whether it's Mamba mentality or fucking to each their own or the art of acceptance, whatever it may be, if you have those little snippets in your mind, it just it's not going to cause any negative impact. It just creates a stronger mentality. It creates a stronger mm-hmm. mindset for your actions to speak even louder. So mm-hmm. uh, at the end of the day, I just think words are really powerful. No, for sure. That's a good way to end it. Sam, you want to take us out this time? I'd be honored to do it in only one take. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening this week. I really hope we were able to bring you some new additions to your arsenal. I hope that we can hear from you again next week. And as always, it's me, Sam. This is Tristan. Dozy doze. Oh, God. <laughs> Thank you guys for everything. Yeah. I'll see you next week. <laughs> yeah. Bye, guys.